it was my uh, original vision. I uh, wanted to um, to put in CG rocks in front of our 2 Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Everything Comes From Something, episode 14. I'm Cameron. I am Isaac. It's because we we never we never uh, introduce ourselves. Apparently, <laughs> that's okay. Let's just start with a correction. Many people messaged me last episode, <laughs> and they said, "Dude, that movie's not called Turbo Man. It's called Jingle All the Way." <laughs> that's what I was thinking. If I, you read the description, I corrected myself, but it was just, I was overwhelmed. Who with reads excitement. description? Who reads descriptions in podcasts? Maybe though? you should start reading the descriptions, Cameron. I put I, a decent I, amount of time. In I there. absolutely never do. When I when I listen to podcasts, like I just don't I don't look at the description. Maybe I should just stop writing them then. Yeah, just have it be blank. They're not even that great. Don't go, don't go back. But this week, you should read the description. Have so it I'll like write a mystery. Nice. Have All it right. a mystery. All right, something nice. <laughs> Before we get into the building of this episode. Um, nice. I want to shout out our executive producer Darren O'Neill. Shout out. Thanks for supporting the show, Darren. If you guys want to support us, we are pretty much only fan-funded at this point. We are entirely fan-funded. Um, right? <laughs> By if a you, fan. We're entirely one fan That's funded. not true. We actually have a new Patreon supporter oh, this month. Oh, we do? It's, oh, my uh, goodness. It's, it's our friend David. Oh, David yes. Ullman. I love you, David. Uh, love you, David. And thanks for supporting the show. Now, if you if you support at any specific level, as we become immensely famous, we can't shout out everyone that supports. But yeah, uh, when you're in this early, you know, think tank think tank stage of the podcast, we notice and we and notice because, the small things. And because we we know most of the people who are donating, <laughs> we'll we'll give you like a personal shout out. You know, most of the it's time. special. It's this special. is your this is your your claim to fame. So we just looked at our analytics, and it's it. It seems as though we have we have a few listeners in the UK and in Sweden. Yo, shout really out fun. to you guys. Shout out to to our Swedish and UK listeners. I don't know if you we listen really to this you because you like to make fun of the sound of Californian Americans, but if so, keep on listening. Yeah, we we enjoy all the appreciation and support we have. Things to track stats, so it makes us feel like we're not doing this for nothing. And but we one enjoy download it. in Australia, although I, it's probably an accident. <laughs> he sat on his iPhone and just opened it up by accident. <laughs> yeah. So. so, with all that stuff out of the way, we're cracking right into episode 14. We're getting into Legos. Today's Everything Comes From Something is about the Lego toys, the Lego bricks. So, we're going to go over some history, talk about our experience with Legos. And we hope you enjoy this episode. But before we get into that, because I like to have a little bit of suspense, Cameron, it's been a little bit of a week, hasn't it? Um, this episode for, is coming out today for you and for me. For for us, we weren't able to record this week on time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're still recording on this on the day. You know, like it's it's, it's like still coming out on of, Friday instead yes. of coming out at like nine a.m. or whatever. It comes out at. I sleep in on Friday, so 12. usually it comes out like yeah around midday. Yeah. Well, now we're recording past midday. Yeah, it's, but it's fine. We're it's slacking. Like, no, 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 no. I don't think we are. I don't think we're slacking because I had a buttload of midterms this weekend. Yeah. Ugh. I was at school for 10 hours yesterday. It's oh, crazy. 10 hours. Okay? I might not have been sitting in a class for 10 hours, but the fact that I was on campus for 10 hours was unbelievably boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, wait, wait. So, like, you had multiple midterms on that one day? No. So, what happened was... 
the stress of the midterms had built up that week, right? Mm. So I'd had a midterm on Tuesday you that like I took. A, you would like a Pepsi bottle with right. Mentos in it. And then Thursday was the big difficult test, which was on labor economics. And my morning starts with a workout class, and then I studied for like a four-hour window. Mm. About to go into the test, I go and take the test, then... What I learn about is that there's an extra credit opportunity for the test if I go to this provocative lecture, right? But that doesn't start till five, and then I have a class in between that, and I tried to ditch it, but then one of my classmates was like, yo, dude, it's like a really easy class. You should just come and get the points, and I was like, crap. Mm. So I went to the class, I sat through that, and then I went and got dinner, and then I sat through a lecture, and then it was like the sun was going down, and I felt, <laughs> I felt like just throwing myself in the trash can, mm. and uh, I had a night alone except my friend Jonathan. But you were talking about that lecture, and that lecture sounds pretty pretty neat. We could do a so, whole show about economics, but... Man, that would be the most boring show we've ever let's done. Let's be real, yeah. More boring than Solo we or Star Wars. <laughs> we would have to mix the mic so it was like extra bassy and be like, today's episode of Everything Comes From Something is about <laughs> economics. We'd have to, yeah, we'd have to talk like NPR. Just yeah. extremely so, flat. Um, today we're talking about uh, economics and... Uh, we're really talking about the economics of... Uh, There's a disparity in the wage gap between the classes currently. Yeah, there's... um. Right now we're talking about uh, liquidity. Let's talk the- about <laughs> toys! Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm so bored of that already. <laughs> Legos. Cameron, do you like Legos? Dude, I love Legos. I love Legos. Um, I think they're a uh, brilliant toy. I think I think they inspire kids to uh, to to do whatever they want. They they inspire kids with so much creativity and so much joy and fun. Like it's it's the best thing. It's the best thing ever. It's cool because Legos are usually only what you make them out to be. Yeah, exactly. Which is which most toys don't do that. When you buy a transformer toy at a store, it's a transformer. It can never be anything more than that. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But if you buy a Lego spaceship, let's say, that spaceship could become a million different things to a million different individuals, and, right? And I honestly believe, th- this is the really interesting thing, I honestly believe that all kids want all toys to be Legos. Yes. <laughs> because, like, rem- remember when you were a kid and you had, um, like, action figures? Like, did you ever have G.I. Joes? Yeah, I had G.I. Joes. Um, so the new, the new versions of G.I. Joes... Um, you could like pop their arms off. The really? old school ones, um, you oh, couldn't. Oh, the rubber band. Yeah, you, they had the rubber band. They had the rubber band. That's um, right. But the new ones, the new ones, you could like take their their limbs off oh. and not like ruin them. And you can swap their limbs and stuff. Yeah, and so like we we would always like swap their limbs, swap their heads. <laughs> uh, you know, try to try to make oh. different. Try to make different. I do remember yeah, having. I do remember having a Venom action figure. For Spider-Man three, mm. and I also had a Harry Osborn action figure, <laughs> and I swapped their heads. Yeah, it was quite funny. Yeah, so to see Venom head on a Harry Osborn <laughs> character on a speeder thing. So, so basically, I think that like all kids, that's that's all they want. They just want the ability to build new, uh, n- new toys, and and Legos gives you that ability, like totally, like but, but freely. What's, but what's weird about it is for me. Although Legos offered me an opportunity to expand my own like collection of whatever I wanted at the time, it also fueled me to want more Legos. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah, like the I more mean, Legos I get, 
the even like even more creative I can become. Yeah, definitely. and it got to the point where I had so many Legos, and you were saying this too <laughs> that we, my brother and I, we could build anything. Yeah. We could build anything we wanted, and we and we did. We built like we our our scope and scale was just enormous. Right. Right. right? Yeah. Like the floor of our room would turn into a junkyard, right? <laughs> and we would our our scheme would be like we're gonna build the entire planet of Mustafar. <laughs> did we get that far? No, no, we didn't. But we did build a massive black volcano mountain, mm. all black parts. That's cool. That's it was pretty cool. rad. It was rad. Yeah. No. And so, like, I think for me, I would just spend days and days and days, like, with what what I used to do is we used to have two of these giant buckets. They're like five gallon buckets or something full of Legos. And we would just dump out all of them onto the floor. Or we'd dump out, we'd like have certain ones going in one uh, in one bucket and then dump out the rest. Right, right. The, the other bucket. And so, like, we would just, we would have that on the floor for like two or three days. And Jeez. my house isn't that big, you know, like, <laughs> it was, but, but, you know, the living room would just be Lego co- covered. Oh, it was, man. it was amazing. Uh, it was the best thing. We would have to like designate pathways. Your parents just hated you. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, Legos are are a very. I I I just want to I want to give Lego the credit that's due. I don't think I would be as creative no. of a person without Legos. No. Yeah. So absolutely. if you get anything out of this podcast, I mean, we're gonna get into the history here, but if you get anything out of it. Make your kids play with Legos. Definitely. Or make the people that you think are stupid play with Legos. Okay? <laughs> you'll you'll be surprised about what 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 happens. And I actually think that that even now I would probably pl- play with Legos the same way, you know? Like really? even as an adult, I would probably I'd probably you know, sit down and and build some stuff with you know, Legos, you know what I mean? You know what's crazy is that I still love Legos. Yeah. And I know it's nerdy. I recently tweeted out, you all are nerdy about something, okay? And I know we talked about this. We were watching sports in that BJ's that one <laughs> night. And they're, they're, we were watching some show about these people talking about sports stats. And we were as we were watching these commentators, you said, dude, these people are huge nerds. Yeah. This is the nerdiest stuff I've ever heard. These people <laughs> coming together and talking about sports stats as if they're some famous jock. I'm like, this is terrible. So even though you might not associate yourself with a nerd, you are a nerd about something. Yeah, everybody is. Every, it's it's just passion. It's just what people are passionate about. Like if you've ever if you've ever had a conversation where you like you like get talking about something that you're interested in and you know, but then you're talking to somebody who's just like who's like on another level. And they right. and you you don't know that and you just get into it and then they're like they're like, "Oh yeah, this and this and this and this and this." And then you're like I don't know what's going on anymore in this conversation. <laughs> I'm lost. <laughs> you know, right. that's that's what I think people people feel like when when uh, when we talk. <laughs> what? We're not that smart. No, no, no. I mean, like like people don't jump into our conversations because we're on a we're on a different we're 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 going somewhere else. Well, like I mean? was saying, we have like some Tesla coil connected to us, <laughs> just electricity <laughs> between us. I'm pretty sure it's the only reason people listen to this show. Maybe. I think it would be unbearable if we went the NPR route. Yeah, if we were. Legos come from something. If we were boring. Blah, blah, blah. If we were boring. Now, there's I also mean, something we probably else. probably are boring. Uh, there's also something else I want to clarify really fast. Um, I noticed that as we do these research episodes, 
they're like partly research, partly like entertainment comedy. Yeah. So if you're listening to these and you're like, these are not research intensive. <laughs> these are not. Or where are the cited facts? First of all, this, you know, it's more of a casual conversation. Yeah. Oh, say. and if you would like, if you would like a, a research podcast, we were talking about this earlier. Um, you can you can uh, you can go to howstuffworks.com and they have a show called uh, Stuff You Should Know and it's actually really really great. It's they have a Lego episode. It's really it's excellent. Yeah, so. and, we're, and we're not sponsored by them at all. No, we're just saying like if you want to get a more in depth look, you can always go over there. But we're gonna tell you what we found out about Lego. Yeah, and I think it's quite interesting and it doesn't start with the birth of Lego. Actually, instead it starts with Ole Kirk. Christinen. Christensen. Christensen. <laughs> Dyslexic. <laughs> He's making wooden toys in 1932. Who the heck cares? Well, old, old Kirk Christensen over here, he's he's the father. He's the founder of, of, of Lego. I don't think that's his name, actually. Yeah, that's his name. No, I don't think that's his name. Yeah. No, we were doing the name. research. That's not his name. <laughs> I'm going to look him up. Hold on. I, I Okay. That's fine. But it's keep going. He's making wooden toys in 1932. <laughs> yeah, and so um, basically, he starts this company uh, called called Lego, taken from the word uh, "play well" um, in in Danish or mm-hmm. whatever Dutch. Uh, and yeah, so he 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 made toys and he started this company called Leg Got, Leg Go. Uh, You're right. Sorry. I was wrong. Yeah, I know I'm right. I thought you were not talking about Lego. At I wrote first. this down. I said that we're not starting with the birth of Lego. We are, though. Okay, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then, uh, in 1947, he started making um, he started making these auto, uh, they're called automatic binding bricks, um, and they're actually stolen <laughs> from a different company, who uh, their name is Kitty Craft, and this is like this is some intense intense backstabbing stuff. So here. the reason I was trying to correct you is because I thought you were talking about the founder of Kitty Craft. No, 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 no. His, uh, yeah, I think his name is Harry Fisher Page. Hillary Harry Fisher Page. Got it. Um, and that's how I thought you we were going to talk about at first, but what makes this guy important is with his Kitty Craft brand, he, he basically invented the idea of the self-locking brick. Now, you might be thinking... The, what The plastic self-locking the brick. The plastic, yeah. right? You might be thinking, okay, well, what's the different? Like, why is it called a self-locking brick, right? And originally, Lego-looking toys, the brick would be, you know, just imagine like a two-by-four Lego brick, the Lego, the regular-looking Lego yeah. brick. But when you flip the brick over, the inside would be hollowed out, right? And you've probably encountered a certain sort of Lego brick like this. Yeah. Definitely. There's these ugly clone bricks that, you know, you buy at some cheap toy store that's trying to imitate There's Legos. a whole bunch of them. And and they just don't click together. They don't hold together right. Yeah. So the self-locking brick mechanism is that underbelly inside of the brick that you know from Legos. You know, you see a regular two by four and you flip it over and you see three holes in the center of it. Yeah. Right? Well, so actually, so the Kitty Craft had a patent on these these plastic bricks. Right. And what you were saying was the patent expired in 1947, right? Correct. And then there were three companies from different countries flooding in. Yeah, to so, this market. So three three different companies were trying to trying to essentially just own the patent. 
right. um, and and get get their own patent. They were yeah they were they were hopping on the self locking brick thing. The only the only problem was is that all the company names sucked besides Denmark's Lego. Well, right? that I mean that was a problem. That's but, a subjective but, thing. But I the saw Lego... the names. I don't even want to name them because I can't pronounce them and I can't even say Christensen. So <laughs> let's just move on from <laughs> but, that. But the Lego, the, you, what you're talking about is this the innovation that Lego brought to the to the self-locking brick which is these this structural integrity on the bottom and things things were able to fit together nicely and not not slide around not be not be loose um and so that that was a big that was a big innovation in the in the plastic brick uh, sphere <laughs> right and it was sad because kitty craft doesn't really get a, a ton of the credit for that even to the point of where we we saw some research that said Paige's daughter Paige being the the starter of Kitty Craft and owner said that, you know, her father, Paige, didn't even realize that Lego was stealing his idea. Yeah, dirty, dirty. That's what you call some some cold hard plastic. <laughs> some that's that some bad stuff. He didn't even know, and he he passed away. And but but it's good because I think, to some degree, without Lego this legacy of such a innovative and exciting toy wouldn't have been carried on. Yeah. And and, and even Lego struggled with it. Yeah. At the which, beginning. We'll, which we'll get to, but I want to mention there's an amazing, their old school motto. So they started making the, the, the bricks themselves haven't changed since 1958. Right. right. There's like, that's, that's the modern style brick. Uh, they 19- have not modified it. They've only expanded. Their yeah. Piece expanded the pieces, yeah. Um, since 19, 1958. Which is crazy, um, but their motto back then was uh, in in Dutch, "Er best er ik forgot," meaning only the best is the best. <laughs> That's some hard competition, right there. which is kind of amazing when you think about it. Only the best is the best, oh, and man. that's wild because that. you know this is kind of skipping ahead, but. In February of 2015, it said that Lego replaced Ferrari as the world's most powerful brand. Yeah, which is freaking crazy. That's insane. That, well, that a we're, toy we're jumping company, ahead. We're jumping ahead. I know, gotta... but, but just hold on a second. Like such a cocky motto. <laughs> Only the best is the best, dude. They faked it till they made it. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah, hundred percent. They kicked Ferrari off. Ferrari. There are Ferrari Legos. I own a Ferrari Lego set. Really? I do. Dang. Ferrari will submit to the power. <laughs> Disney submits to the power. Okay, you're getting ahead okay. of yourself. You're getting ahead Yikes. of yourself. So, so essentially in, in through the 70s from the 70s to the 90s, Lego was really not doing well. Um and the, one of the reasons was they brought on a bunch of engineers and a bunch of uh um People who were right out of college, uh, but who didn't know all that much about toys and about toy production, and they started to to expand the uh, the amount of bricks. They almost, I think they, you said they doubled the amount of bricks, right? Right. It said that they moved from around six thousand base parts to twelve thousand. Yeah, which is a lot. And their sales, they weren't seeing an increase in their sales, so. Basically, they were having to to beef up production for for no reason. They weren't, you know, they weren't expanding. So yeah, they, they they came across a problem of infrastructure, right? If yeah. you're expanding your infrastructure and you're having to store all these extra parts and and these new, you know, base essentially like 
base building pieces, but you're not seeing like a net growth from sales from it. Yeah. Then you're doing something wrong, right? And and they noticed that and so it really pushed Lego to the point of bankruptcy until 19 or till the 1990s where they actually ended up getting saved by George Lucas. Uh, it was my original vision. Uh. See, that's a callback to the beginning. <laughs> so if you didn't catch that. Um, but essentially, Lego has always had this model. And I think even till this day, they're sticking by it, although they're not living through it, that, through that with action. But they've always wanted to sell their own brands, their own idea own ideas and own like themes for legos yeah so they were like super strict on not licensing legos right essentially they were building sets like if you remember maybe did did you have any of the lego city um sets or anything yeah yeah yeah. i had i had some lego city oh oh we'll get to it later but there's like a knockoff indiana jones there was like a space one yeah there's there's this lego pirate 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 yeah yeah they have all these regular brands and and really none of them usually take off too well the only recent ones i can think of are like bionicles and ninjago is pretty big right now yeah ninjago is a is a lego brand is right right that's the only they've got like tv shows and stuff yes um yeah, and then they they have their like architecture stuff, but that that's more um, adult Legos. But they usually come out with these really obscure themes. Yeah, just yeah. as we're touching on this, I remember as a kid that they had a, a Mars mission theme. Hmm. Everything was orange and white. I was like, okay, this is cool. I like the aliens, and the aliens were all green and black. Yeah. So kind of a you know cartoony representation of a Mars thing. It was fine. I liked it as a kid. But then they t- came out with like a aquatic expedition one. Mm. And I was like, okay, all the good guys are blue and yellow and all the bad guys are black and yellow. And I was like, okay, no, that's fine. And then they came out with a power miners, like underground theme. What? And, and then they had blue and neon green for the good guys. And then the bad guys were just rock. And like a color. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just seeing like a weird... And then they came out with a spy theme. Like, there's all these strange, like, yeah, theme ideas. So- and none of them are necessarily bad, but they just don't catch as much as George Lucas's creative vision. Yeah, so the interesting thing about about Lego sets, and I, I, I want to get your thoughts on this, but, like, for me, a Lego, a Lego set um, had essentially two lives. One was the original, like the canon of of the of the uh, of the ship or whatever you're building, like, and it and it had a story in in a different universe. Like there was no storytelling in in Lego, right? right. You know, like like Lego was just kind of what it was. And then there's the there's the the B story, which is like you after you've taken apart your your uh you know your ship or whatever the thing that you built, you built something else. Um, out of those parts or out of different parts and you you come up with your own story so it's hard to it's hard for me to to think about legos in a in a way where it's like they're doing their own storytelling you know they're doing their own like lego sets that have yeah, but stories they, they, and bad guys you know it's weird so they bank on like ideas and and action and adventure that you've seen before yeah so there was this one uh, dino crisis do you remember this (laughs) no there's a dino crisis uh lego theme where essentially it was like jurassic park but the theme of it were these marines were fighting off dinosaurs in a city okay that was the theme and by the way you're wrong cameron 
there is lore behind everything. Every every sing, every single I'm sure one there of these is. Themes. I'm sure there is. But um, for me, I just never, I never could get into it. I just didn't. Yeah. Understand no, it. I hear that when you see a generic looking marine shooting out of a velociraptor, <laughs> you're kind of just like, well, that sounds cool though. It was cool, <laughs> but but like Mars and aliens and stuff. What's you know? funny like, is what that they had to. It is what it is. <laughs> they had to like innovate the uh, theme because they brought back the dinosaur theme before they got the rise to Jurassic Park, and. In the remake, they never killed any of the dinosaurs. Because I remember that, like, the boxes for Dino Crisis were, like, black and dark blood red skies. Mm-hmm. And, like, the Marines had guns and were, like, shooting at the dinosaurs. Then the rebooted theme is, like, a humane version where they're only catching them. They have, like, <laughs> nets. And their guns literally have, like, bio needles. They have needles. Yeah. They have needles. Like, like they're tranquilizing the, That's the dinos. That's so funny. But, I mean, it's great because that stuff transitioned over to Jurassic Park so they could use those parts. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's something to Wait, say. Wait, hold on. Speaking of dinosaurs, this is a quick detour. Okay, yeah. Do you remember... <laughs> what was up with our child? and like everybody loving dinosaurs do you remember dinosaur oatmeal <laughs> what yeah they had like little dinosaur eggs in the oatmeal Ew, what the heck but they were like they were just like sugar packets i you know i don't dislike dinosaurs i remember i had some dinosaur toys and i was sort of confused yeah, about what i was supposed to do with them well, I would just rip the heads off of like my star wars action figures i was just like are they supposed to just eat each other <laughs> and then I remember learning about dinosaurs in school, and all the cool ones that I had were herbivores. Yeah. I was like, what are these guys? They're just supposed to sit around and eat grass? <laughs> so essentially, the T-Rex would rain terror on all the herbivores, sure, yeah. right? And See, the thing about the thing about that, though, is we've, we've been lied to for like 15 years why? about dinosaurs. What? Because they have feathers. Dinosaurs have feathers? Yeah, dinosaurs have feathers. We didn't know that until what? like five years ago. How do you know? I mean, yeah, it's. I don't see any feathers in the new Jurassic Park movie. Yeah, because because the original Jurassic Park didn't have didn't have feathers. But Jurassic Park is scientific fact. Yeah, it is. So no DNA. We're just gonna move on from that. <laughs> Anyways, what I'm trying to get at is that Lego's themes, although are creative and do help amplify a child's creativity. They don't really stick like a Star Wars theme would. Yeah. So essentially, this is the story I heard. George Lucas went over to Lego and said, "Hey, I got something going on with toys right now." Yeah. The first Star Wars, uh, the Star Wars is doing really well right now. We're Episode we're, one. We're about to release the Phantom Menace because the first Lego Star Wars sets coincided mm. with the Phantom Menace's release. He says, "I think you guys should hop on." I think you guys should do a Lego theme for Star Wars. Mm, I think you guys should do a Lego theme. For Star Wars. Uh, now, like we said, this is against Lego's philosophy. They wanted to build their own brands, which from a business perspective is pretty smart. But they were going bankrupt. They were going bankrupt. So they were desperate, and the Lego Star Wars theme to this day is their best-selling theme. Yeah, oh, by 100%. Far. It, it did super well, and it only continues to innovate. The amount of Lego Star Wars sets that I have wanted, that I have purchased, and that I have seen is just ridiculous yeah there no, are there are, are so it, many it's it's insane like we were talking about all the ones that that we had and stuff like we we'll, we'll get to some of the the sets that we had we're gonna go through some lego sets so if, if you have some legos you can geek out with us yeah later on but but 
basically there's a bunch of sets that they just put out for like a couple of years when we were kids and we would just buy them and then they they had like either replacements or they just didn't they just stopped stocking those sets and like yeah it's weird i um there's an archive that we used to use i we should have looked it up but there's an archive that we used to use of um of instruction manuals Oh, um, yeah. which was awesome and we would print out those instruction manuals um because like like you were saying we had a, we had a t- like a big catalog of of our lego pieces right and so we would be able to basically build what we wanted from from the archive and that was really really helpful um yeah so this this acquisition of the star wars license or or more of a partnership with lego really saved them out of the water and there was also credit given to their bionicles brand which was huge Cameron and I were talking about we the Bionicle brand was is weird. I I I like Bionicles. I liked it, but I was kind of confused by it. Did you ever have AOL? What's that? Um, like the AOL chat? No. Um, my chat. I was like, I was like ten, and I had an AOL. Yeah. Uh, and my chat username was Orange Bionicle. I think. Nice, classy. <laughs> you should just change your Twitter handle. Landel. No, because I don't care about Bionicles. But you should do the, orange the Bionicles. thing that I the thing that I liked about um, about Bionicles was you could uh, they were they were pretty solid. They were like really solid pieces. So you would build your your guy, and then you just have them, and they had weapons and stuff, and you could. Uh, it was almost like a buildable action figure. I think. Yeah, yeah, that, exactly. That was, that was pretty much their goal. It was neat. It did well. They had different. This is the interesting thing. I haven't thought about Bionicles in like years, man. Oh boy. Um, the interesting thing Here was they go. had different. Uh, they have generations of yeah. Bionicles. They had generations for the good guys and for the bad guys. Uh huh. My favorite was the second generation where they dude they second like, gen Bionicles. Shout out! That is the best one. It's so good. Yeah. The, the the guys looked like um looked like little like uh, they had like round backs. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, so the enemies were like hunchbacks with spikes oh, on their so back. So crazy. And then they, they had like sick. weird serpent mouths, and they all were like holding these rods yeah. that had yeah. bla- different switchable blades on each end of yeah, the rod. Yeah, that was lit. That The villains were cool, and then they had a weird like alien bulbous succulent thingy that they'd throw <laughs> out of their back. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no that was later. Oh no no, 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 that was that. It yeah. was, yeah. It was like cuz they were like supposed to be robots. All of them had that. All right. the good guys and the bad guys, didn't no, they? No, the good guys had like weird rubber. No, the good guys just no, they didn't. Oh, okay. They I don't remember masks. what the se- second gen good guys looked like. The second gen looked just like first gen except they had a lot of armor plating mm. and they all had this function where their blades could be converted into some sort of utility tool. The first gen looked bad. Oh yeah, I remember one of them looked pregnant. I think it was the <laughs> the rock the rock kicker guy. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy that guy was hilarious. I remember I had the white one, which is the leader. No, obviously. the red one is the leader. What kind of bionicle? I'm pretty sure. You? I don't even like it that much. I'm pretty sure the white one's the leader. The white one is not the leader, but he could surf on a shield. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the frost guy. The, yeah, the yeah. fire guy surfs on yeah, his yeah, blades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. But he only surfs in second gen. I always liked the green one. The green one was my favorite. Green one's pretty cool. Although yeah. he's like leaf. They all had like elements. Right. The black the black guy had claws. That and, guy was cool. And he was all right. My brother liked the black one. Yeah. But yes, I li- I had the white and the green one. Those yeah. were my favorites. But that's besides. They got the point. really weird after after second gen. Dude, I think they went up to like eight gens. Yeah, 
I wonder what they look like now. Are they still going with Bionicles? I think they rebooted it, but it didn't really take off the same way yeah. we were hoping. Yeah. So, Which is weird. It was like it was like directly our time. Yeah. So, anyways, there Lego basically got saved by George Lucas and, and Bionicles. And and Bionicles, and it really changed their business model. Now to this day, they use tons of brands. Tons of partnerships. They have It's like they use everything. Every, They're the only company that that can can uh, license DC and Marvel. Yeah, it's, it's insane. They get along with everyone. It's nuts. It's like everyone wants to be a Lego, and they have said that. Yeah, they've come out and they said, "I don't know what to tell you guys. Everyone wants to be a Lego." Yeah. So because normally, like you, you have a brand, right? You have you have a toy brand, and DC will will partner with you know a specific toy company, and Marvel will will. Uh, well, partner with a with a rival company, right, right, um, because they don't want you know two of the same brands. They, I'm pretty they don't sure want crossover. They want Marvel's more with Hasbro, right? I couldn't tell you. I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I never had any like um, any superhero action figures. Oh. I always had Star Wars. That that was my Star Wars. That was yes. thing. Star Wars was. The Star Wars. I even had the terrible guys where it was like it was like Rebel. Uh, Jungle Rebel One. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> and he had a hat. And well, a gun. we're not talking about action figures, Cameron. I know. Okay, we're talking about Legos. Yeah. What we're trying to tell you is that Lego went from rags to riches by stealing and and really living up to what they're trying. Only the best for the best. Only the best for the best. Everything comes from something. You know what I mean? <laughs> they they are vicious and ambitious. Cutthroat. And they made it. They made it. Like we said, 2015 Lego replaced Ferrari. Talk about this Bugatti. Most powerful brand. Guys, if you want to see something so freaking cool, it'll <laughs> blow your mind. They built an entire Bugatti out of Lego Technic parts because I don't know. And it like, drives. It drives. The engine is made of Legos. <laughs> the engine is made of Legos. I'll say that again. That's insane. Now, they did use real rubber tires, and I think they do have like the chassis is built out of something. Mm. But. It's ins- it's insane. If you look, go look it up. There's like a ten minute YouTube documentary about how they built this thing. That's crazy. Lego Bugatti, really rad, really really rad. And they had yeah. like a professional Bugatti racer or something like that come out. Yeah. And drive so it like on the track. W- when I was a kid, that would bore me. That would bore me to death. Like looking at them building big big statues and stuff. They didn't. Nobody ever uh, did that to that extent when we were kids. Right. Um. Like they had big statues and stuff, but. But like my least favorite part about about Legoland when I went the first time was looking at all the Lego statues because um, I just didn't care about that. But going back when I was older, I was like, man, these statues are so cool. It's really cool to look at how they how they make this and how they how they build this. Like that's super neat. Um, yeah. So I think that's another thing that really it's transcending generations. Totally. At this point, Lego is like realize that they have fans of all ages yeah yeah they really do when you go to a lego store especially like the one in disney you realize how much people really enjoy legos Mm -hmm. and to this day i have a problem when i walk into target i will say that i like always want to go to check out the lego aisle yeah i have to admit it okay i just (laughs) i want i always want to look at what they're building and what cool ideas they have because it there's something energizing fun and creative about it right we went to a lego store recently didn't we we did yeah i don't remember um, was Glenn there? I'm not. I'm. Oh, oh. It was like a couple weeks ago. We went to that mall. Yeah. Why yeah, did we yeah. go to that mall? I have no idea. 
Where was we that? We were supposed mall? to do. It was near the Guitar Center. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember why we were there, but we did go to a Lego store. Were we getting food? Yeah, we got food. Yeah, we got food there. We were doing something. I don't remember, but yeah, the Legos are are so freaking cool. Well, there was something else I read about the the neat thing that I wanted to uh, why I brought up going to the store was like when I was a kid, I had no idea that there were there were like so many different. Because most of the Lego aisle was was like Star Wars Legos right. when we were kids, and so like going into the Lego store, you go over to all the different sections, and um, and there's this whole giant architecture section, which is like so yeah. cool, and it's like Legos for adults. the The packaging is really nice. It's like re- it's black. Might um, I add about the Lego architecture? They might be awesome, but they're so overpriced because they're designed they are, by yeah. like very high class architects. Yeah. They've like redesigned like to the to the scale. They really get everything down, but it's all constructed from Lego parts. So if you're looking for that premium experience, go right ahead, but for me when I look at that I'm like, dude, that, that's so expensive. Yeah, no, oh it's expensive, gosh. but I, I I think I think it's really interesting how they market to to totally different audiences, you know, and how It's impressive. It's really impressive. Um yeah, it's so. Even recently, they they just teased a. I think it's out now, but there's an Austin Martin model James that's based Bond. on James Bond. Yeah, right? and if so you're a cool. kid, you haven't. I mean, well, maybe if you're a kid, you like James Bond, but it seems like James Bond's sort of for an older demographic now. Yeah, especially. Well, right? I think it always was. Like yeah. James Bond was a womanizer. Always a w- was a womanizer. Shot people. Yeah, you know, but I feel like most most kids these days, if they're gonna go see an action movie, they're gonna see Mission Impossible. They're gonna go see Kingsman. They're not gonna go see Spectre. Kids are seeing Kingsman. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I'm just being real with you. Oh man. I I, I just the James Bond series. I don't think of King, Kingsman is like a really violent movie. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. I just like I don't think it would be as rare. 30 years ago for kids to want to go see James Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But nowadays, James Bond is old, grumpy Daniel Craig. I mean, so I'm, bored, like, I'm bored with James Bond, so. I think most people are fairly burnt out on it. I, dis- I, d- I don't really like James Bond, but. That's know. a different subject. A different everything comes from something. Yeah. No, I don't want to talk about James Bond in that episode. That is, okay. We're, I'm just, we're not even going to crack that egg. Um, <laughs> there was something else I want to touch on. I don't remember the exact year. I think it was like 2013. Eight, 2008 something between there the largest lego was built it's a one-to-one scale of an x-wing tie fighter it's somewhere in new york insane it's huge insane i don't know where it is right now it's probably kb toys what like the big toy store in oh did that close down that closed down oh i'm not the sure the big toy store in in times square oh i think that's what it was yeah i think that's what it was but yeah massive milestone just a couple fun facts most expensive Expensive current Lego sets. We have the Disney Castle at three hundred fifty dollars. You can buy a PlayStation with that money. Yeah, that's crazy. Hogwarts for four hundred dollars. You could buy, you know, five pairs of Heelys. Um, <laughs> uh, and then Did you have Heelys as a kid, Cameron. Why do you keep trying to change the subject? <laughs> it's about Legos. This one's about Legos. I know right? it's really bringing me back to my childhood, though. All right, nostalgia shill. <laughs> And the final and most expensive current set is the $800 Millennium Falcon. The collector's edition. You could buy a DSLR. Yeah. That is freaking crazy. Or a pretty nice Have lens. you seen this Millennium Falcon built? Yeah, I have. It was in the store. This thing is crazy. Yeah. 
It's huge. I don't even know if I bought that thing, I wouldn't even know where to put it. <laughs> Real talk, I would enjoy the smaller model, like the retail, like 200 bucks one. There's like a solo version that looks really cool. Yeah. It's like a modernized version. But um, this collector's edition Millennium Falcon comes in like this massive box that looks like it's holding a mini fridge yeah. in it. <laughs> and it... It is just yeah, so it's like an detailed. industrial sized box. It is such a detailed model. I'm pretty sure it sells out really quickly. I know you can still get it now, but if you buy this $800 set, I guarantee you it will probably be worth like three grand in the next yeah, 10 years. I wonder when they're going to they're gonna stop selling this one specifically. They will. And here's the danger, though. Here's the danger. If you're going to get into the Lego game, is what I like to call it. Okay. Because I do follow Legos to some degree. There is a market for buying and keeping sealed Legos and reselling them at a certain point. But it's risky because Lego redesigns the same sets over and over again and then re-releases them with a new fresh coat of paint for a cheaper price than the value of the now missing off the market version of that product, if that makes sense. So someone will hold on to the Force Awakens Millennium Falcon, right? And they'll be like, okay, I'm not going to open the box. I'm going to wait. Uh, like 10 years to sell it. Now, that product will go up in price no matter what, mm. which is really weird. You can't say the same thing about the Pirates of the Caribbean brand. I have no idea why those sets have dropped. They've really? Because nobody likes Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't know what happened. But Star Wars is universal. <laughs> yeah, the Star Wars ones, they th- that Millennium Falcon will go up in price, but the highest price point is when there's no Millennium Falcons on the market, mm. which is becoming very rare with like the oversaturation yeah, of yeah, Star yeah, Wars yeah. right now. But this collector's edition will probably be good in growth for like, I'd say like five years, and they'll probably release another one in eight. It's like aging wine. Yeah, it's it's really weird. But to it me, has the unsealed part is really important. Mm, mm, Open mm. Legos, people don't trust when they're buying because they're like, I'm gonna miss a part. Yeah, if you're missing for sure, a part. For sure. I'm gonna be super pissed off. And these collectors, also, if the parts are scuffed or damaged, they're like, no, 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 uh, it's nuts. Can't deal with that. Yeah. So for for me. The like, the I I always thought that the uh, the the Millennium Falcon looked really cool was like a really cool uh, set, but the biggest like the Holy Grail for me was the Death Star. Dude, that the was, Death Star is crazy. That that was like that was like what I what I wanted. But the problem was, all of the all of the sets that were over like a hundred bucks, I knew I just wasn't getting. Really? You know what I mean? Like, because I would ask for I would ask for Legos for Christmas, and yeah, I wouldn't yeah, yeah. I wouldn't ask for specific sets. I'd just be like, "Yeah, give me a Lego set," you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially, I would I would never get sets when video game consoles g- came out because I would <laughs> I would say oh, video game poor consoles. Poor you, poor uh, you, Cameron. Um, but but the 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 Lego sets that were like over a hundred, hundred fifty bucks, like that's uh that that was. That was out of out of the question. Right. It was right. never gonna happen. You know, with with Legos, I had my aunt Amy always spoiled my brother and I mm. getting these huge Legos for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. And we would be so excited about it. But I specifically remember my parents decided to give us an allowance for the first time and they gave us a dollar a week because uh they wanted to train us to save, mm. which was very funny. But my brother <laughs> He held on to every single dollar because he knew he wanted to get Jabba Sail Barge, which valued at, you know, I think it was 80 
$80. So he was, uh, he saved, he saved for, for the longest weeks. time. And I remember he, he would like take every coin and every penny that he had. I couldn't hold my money for a second. <laughs> Once I hit 20 bucks, I'm like, I know exactly what set I'm going to get for 20 bucks. Yeah. Perfect use of my money. Okay. <laughs> but my brother held on to every penny and he bought this job as sale barge, dude. And it was like, the proudest moment of his life. We haven't even deconstructed it. It's so important to mm. him because he mm. works hard for it. Yeah. So it's still on my shelf. Dusty. The, the d- dusty Jabba Sail Barge. There have been some modifications to the cast of characters on mm. it. We've added Greedo, even though he's dead sure. in that movie. Yeah. But that's fine. That's he can live canon. on the barge. I'm sure some of his race was there. But, you know, you talk about your experience with Legos, which is very creative-fueled, mm. right? Yeah, definitely. You would pour out this stuff and, and build with it. You really wouldn't retain the sets to some certain degree, no, right? never. My brother and I are the complete opposite. Mm. I don't know what was wrong with us as kids, okay? <laughs> we would buy, we would analyze sets price and compare it to the value of figures and products gained That's from that price. So funny. So, so funny. We would look at a, at a set and be like, okay, it's, Now, it doesn't come with as many parts as old sets used to come with, Mm. right? Because, believe it or not, Lego's jipping you now more than ever. Oh, totally. 100%. They are overcharging for what used to be much cheaper. Okay. Yeah, I remember remember when Lego sets that were 20 bucks started to become 40 bucks. That's right. That's right. And, I mean, if you look at the new Lego Star Wars line, it's crazy. It's insane. It's crazy. What used to be like a $12 set is now like 30. Yeah. It's 30 30 bucks, bucks. dude. It's it's not cool. So what we would do is we'd look at sets. Okay, this this set is $20, but it really only looks like... We would judge it. We wouldn't look at the price. We'd judge the set based on what we thought the value would be at first. Mm. We'd look at it. We'd be like, okay, it comes with this. You know, doesn't really justify $20. But then we would look at it and be like, okay, but what are the figures? Are the figures rare? If it came with Jar Jar Binks, you couldn't get Jar Jar Binks anymore. Okay? <laughs> he was a rare figure. I had two we Jar Jar Binks. We would want to buy that. Okay? I have an OG Jar Jar Binks yeah. and a new G Jar Jar Binks. Okay? Come at me. <laughs> um, but we would analyze this stuff and it was stupid. I have no idea why we would do it. And No, and we, that's not stupid. We would become these psycho collectors. That's okay? crazy. It that's was, like insane. Lego would destroy our expectations for things when they switched from yellow heads to beige colored faces. <laughs> it it like we didn't know what to do. Right. Because certain characters we'd have only came out in a certain uh like time frame, so the episode two sets would be yellow faces, but episode three would all be beige faces. So now, okay, old Anakin is irrelevant because he no longer <laughs> fits what the new characters look like, and so we need to maximize as many new characters as we can get. Yeah. And then Star Wars sets would come out where they were Clone Wars animated series based, so all the characters' faces would be cartoony, and we would be like, "This is ugly. We can't use this. It doesn't look right." <laughs> and so we would mix and match. It was a very strange process. And I didn't tell you this, Cameron, but my brother was the builder yeah. and I was the collector. Really? It was a strange oh, okay. mix because he would come up with a project. Glenn would say, hey, I want to build all of you know Riverdale from Lord of the Rings. Right? He did that. That was crazy. He did. I he was, remember that. Yes. And, he, and I was like, okay, well, what's our plan? 
and I loved minifigures, so I'd be like, I'll design the fellowship. That's mm. no problem. Okay, I got that. And he'd be like, remember, beige faces, because it's a movie, yeah. right? We can't use yellow faces. It's not some pleb Lego thing. We're trying <laughs> to get an accurate representation of this of this series, right? And so I would take faces from like the Prince of Persia set that we had or take faces from Pirates of the Caribbean and kind of build these weird, you know, medieval-looking characters. And then he'd be like, okay, my color palette is this. I need brown for mud, green for grass, gray for rock, white for Riverdale structures. And I would just collect. I'd be like, every single gray piece I can find, castle bricks, you know, whatever. I'd get as many mud bricks, and he would just start building off that. And he would come up with these crazy structures, and I would design small aspects of it. If he'd be like, hey, I need a mine cart for this you know, slave mm. cave that we're building from Indiana Jones 2, that's what I was in charge of. It was a strange partnership. That's that's really that's really great, actually. That's that's really cool. I don't. I, I mean, I'm sure it tells you a lot about how I turned out. Definitely, definitely. Very, very weird. Yeah. Very. I'm a very strange person. <laughs> but yeah, Le- that's that's super interesting, actually. That you guys you guys had like a system going. There was yeah. like a hierarchy. That's cool. Built. That's cool. Not to say that I wasn't as smart as Glenn, <laughs> but I think Glenn had a, a better way of putting parts together than I did. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I was more into the fine detail. Like, my brother could never build cars. Cars hmm. were the hardest thing for him. But I could design a cockpit for a minifigure to fit in Yeah, and build a car around it better than he could. Right, so right, any right, vehicle-based right. things I was in charge of. Mm, interesting. Was, it, was, it, it was a very weird way of doing things. And we have... And, a stupid number of Legos. Right yeah. Now. Oh, yeah. What well, a, I do, I what do a waste of money. Just a couple of months ago, I made the dumb decision of falling into the trap again. <laughs> I saw the Avengers movie. I'm like, gosh, I'm such a nerd. I love Avengers. And then I see Avengers sets at Target. And I'm like, I need the Avengers. I need it. And it started like, <laughs> I started buying some. And I, the second I ordered them, I was like, I'm so stupid. <laughs> I'm going to build these and just throw them back in the box, essentially. But yeah. I will say That's I own Groot. All the Guardians and Baby Groot hmm. and Thor and Spider-Man nice. and Iron Man and Captain America and Black <laughs> Widow. And yeah. So uh, anyways, moving on from that, uh, there's a reason I don't have any money for college. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Did you get that um, the set where they're all attacking the big the big dude from Avengers 1? Uh, the big dude from Avengers? the big uh, the like the worm thing. The they whale? had a worm. Yeah, the they had a whale set. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't get those. Oh, okay, I didn't. I just got the Infinity War ones. Got it. So got I have the one where Thor's trying to make a hammer, and I have one where. Yeah, well, I got like a Spider-Man Homecoming one too. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple ones that I got. Like I said, when I was building them, I was having a blast. As soon as it's done, though, I'm not a kid. I don't spend hours building. Yeah. So I'm like, now they're just very cool, nice little sets. So the thing I like about Legos is in the future when I have my own desk at a cool office job or whatever, (laughs) you know, when I have my own office, let's start there. When I have my own office, I am definitely going to have some sort of Lego model on there. Yeah. That'd be cool to have an architect or freaking collectors Millennium Falcon. There's no room for my computer. It's just (laughs) there. It's a power move. When people walk into my office, I see you notice my model. That was $800. (laughs) But I bought it off the black market for twelve hundred. You know, if you've got a shelf, if you've got your own office and you have like a shelf and stuff, you could put you could put stuff on there. Well, there's cool sets. Let's just kind of go through a couple of themes. We mm, named a few. Definitely. Lego owns partnerships with DC, Marvel, Star Wars, Powerpuff Girls, Minecraft, Jurassic Park, Harry Potter, Ghostbusters, 
Disney, and they have also partnered with NASA. They've done themes with Tron. They recently let out a set with Voltron things. They did the James Bond car. They have architecture from Landmarks. They're associated with car brands from BMW, Volkswagen, Bugatti, and Austin Martin, kind of going back. And the list continues. I oh, noticed yeah. that's that I... Like, that's like very minimum list. There's Indiana Jones. There's... Uh, Avengers. Well, I that's guess we, the model. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's so much. There's so much. We could, you know, we can't fit it all. It's it is stupid how they have anything like that. Only the best is the best, though. Am I right? Only the best for the best. Only the best for the best. Am I right? Yeah. Well, so that pretty much wraps up our quick, brief history of Lego, and how we think that they are great toys. They're such good toys. They're, I would, they're actually, I think, the only toy you need. I am gonna only buy kids. Um, only buy my kids Legos. Yeah, and you know what's crazy is that I'm going to give them my old ones, and once they get hooked, they won't want to play with those. The hand-me-down yeah. Legos; those are just backup parts, and I will yeah, watch them totally. rip apart Jabba's sail barge, <laughs> and use it for mud puddles because it's brown. <laughs> and I will look at them and say, "You don't even know what you're doing. You don't even know what how <laughs> blood, sweat, and tears were put into that sail barge." Okay. See, um, I was given a snow speeder. Uh, from my cousin Knowlton mm. from the Star Wars series. I remember shredding that the second I got it, ripped it to shreds, and then years later I went back and rebuilt it. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, because I was like, this is a classic. I gotta find the old parts for this yeah, classic set. Definitely. That's when I become a. That's that's when I was a real Lego nut job collector. I wanted to say that, as you can tell, I'm crazy about Legos, but I am not that crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to defend myself. There are a ton of Lego fanatics out there, and they are da- they are super critical of the science and construction behind um, <laughs> Lego. I want to shout out one of my favorite YouTube channels that does Lego stuff. It's called Jang Bricks. First of all, the guy's got a great voice when he's reviewing Legos, and he reviews all the Lego sets. But this guy is super analytical about the way the, the sets are constructed. If you just watch one of his videos on a Lego set, like go check out the new uh, review he did for the capture at Cloud City. They, they Lego released a big set for Cloud City. Mm. I think it's like 350 bucks or something. It's crazy. How does he um, like spend all that money you, on the Lego sets? I have no idea. <laughs> we can watch one afterwards. You'll be okay. like, wow, this is hilarious. <laughs> um, but he analyzes them with such detail to the point where the new Hogwarts set that came out, he actually found a structural flaw with the architecture of it. <laughs> and he goes into the site, like he released a video and he said, this is my follow-up to the problem I had with the Hogwarts bridge, right? <laughs> and and he's like, this is where the architect went wrong. He names the architect, which is scary, Dang, the fact job. that he knows him, right? And, and then he's like, this is the issue. You thought it was okay to push these parts into a place. They don't fit. Then you get tension in the bridge and the the set is kind of thrown off by it. And then he names his solution for it. He's like, you could easily fix it this way if you have the set, if it matters to you, right? And then he called for action. He's like, this is not like Lego. This is, We're not okay with this, right? <laughs> and I was like, this guy's serious. This guy is like, he really cares. And so Lego puts a ton of time into their sets. And and especially these collectors in. Uh, one of the things he mentions is he's like, I wouldn't usually care, but it's a collector's. Yeah, yeah, item, right? This you is a collector's item. Bucks on when it. you're spending a high grade, you expect high quality right. build. So it, although it is a kid's toy, there is like a serious fan following. Oh, definitely. Don't be ashamed if you like Legos. It's cool. It is super cool. Yeah. 
It is cool. Maybe. It is cool. It is cool. <laughs> it is cool. <laughs> I um, remember when we were talking about uh, brainwashing. What was it? Brainwashing? It wasn't brain. We used a different word. Propaganda. Oh, propaganda. It is cool. Yeah. It is cool. Oh, okay. That's it what you're cool. doing. You're you're trying to you're trying trying to propagandize our well, audience. Well, if you didn't listeners. listen to our last episode, then you would fall victim to that. So you should watch that so you don't become a victim. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I I just I Legos are such a good such a good toy, and it's really interesting now because I think Legos are probably doing better than ever. Oh um, yeah, and their prices are stupid now. Yeah, but kids don't play with toys anymore. Yeah, they just play Fortnite. Yeah, they just play Fortnite and play on their iPads and you know. Well, I so, will I will say that there's sort of a counterculture against that with parents. Uh, yeah. I notice a lot of parents are like, my kids play these stupid games and all this stuff. Blah 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 blah. Um, that's how but, it was when we were kids. Yeah, yeah. So I think kids do still care about Legos. You know, what's funny is there are some I hope so. there are some kids that go to my church, and there are these two brothers that are in junior high, mm. and all they love video games. All they'll talk about is video games when I talk to them. But at the same time, I see the same dichotomy that they have that my brother and I had when it comes to Legos. Mm. Uh, one of them is really younger, and he'll always say. I want to get new Lego set, like, just randomly. Like, chill, dude. Like, I didn't even ask you about that, right? <laughs> He'll just say, I want brand new X-Wing. I'm like, dude, relax. His name, relax, dude. Um, but the these kids still care about this stuff. Yeah. And it's awesome for me to be able to say, whoa, like, I actually relate exactly to what, to what you're talking about. And it's cool how I can talk to you, Cameron, and we can geek out about certain sets. Like, we were talking about, uh, what was it? The um, the X-wing set by Yoda's hut. Yeah, that one. Great bang Excellent. for your buck, Excellent. if I might say. But it had a little had uh funky little swamp pieces that hung on good. the X-wing. Yeah, those so like are good. Yoda would use the force, and then you get Yoda's hut. Yeah, you can you can literally stroke the bed where Yoda dies in Lego's <laughs> one. It's right there, and you get and you get Yoda. You get a Yoda, and you get a play feature where Yoda fades into nothing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not true. Some of the play features was, on these Lego sets there were hilarious. There, I remember those special pieces, right? Um, there was the uh, Han Solo in in Carbonite, right? Um, there was also, I think, Ghost Obi Wan. I've never seen Ghost Obi Wan. I'm pretty sure there was. You're blowing my L- mind. Look it up. Look it up. See, okay. see Ghost Obi Wan. Because um, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure there was one. I didn't have it, but. Um, but yeah, they're Jedi Ghost Obi Wan. Jedi Ghost, Jedi Ghost. Um, yeah, yeah. For me, I had several X Wing sets. So I had the normal X Wing, and then I had, um, is it is it just in? Maybe it's just in the video game. It might just be in the video game. Yeah. I, I'm not sure well, if this is a real set. That's okay. Anyways, uh, I had. I had the the Yoda Swamp X Wing. I had the regular X Wing. My little brother now he has the, um, the special X Wing, the Pose X Wing from yeah, yeah. from Force Awakens. So it's pretty rad. Yeah, I um, yeah, I kind of want to with the with the last bit of time we have sort of dive into a couple Lego geek out stuff okay we've been talking about we started uh, that's, with that that's this whole set. <laughs> cameron i want to know what's the lego set you always wanted as a kid i said the death star the death star yeah i wanted the death star are you sure 
And I also wanted... Uh, Wait, the Death Star didn't come out to like 2012. What kind of nerd really? are you? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Hold on. No way. Lego Death Star release year. Uh, I don't know. Um, but I saw. I always <laughs> You're saw like it. A teenager. I want the Death Star. I always saw it in the in the bottom of the uh, of the of Target. Um, I also really, really wanted the ATAT set. That one Dude. was so good. Ugh, it they sold so an ATAT that was automated and would walk on its own. That's insane. It was That's, so cool. We looked up the video of it walking, and we were like, oh, my gosh. I need it. <laughs> I need it. Okay, let's see. The original Death Star, 2008. So, yeah, you're not too far off. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that one. It was the one where it had, like, half of it was open. Do you remember feeling weird when you were in middle school and Caught you, in still play, you still played Legos with Legos? No. But, like... Here's the thing. When I was in middle school, no one talked about how they played with Legos. <laughs> and I was, like, uncomfortable with It was the, the same with Nerf guns. I played with Nerf guns until I was, t- well, this year. Yeah, but that's <laughs> that's not as shame. Like, for me, I felt ashamed when I was a kid. Really? When I was in middle school, I was like, no one talks about Legos. I, I like Legos. Yeah, I, like I felt Legos. ashamed about my love of Bionicles um, yeah. and Bionicles lore. You little but, punk, little little baby camera. But Legos, Legos, I was fine. Everybody, everybody liked Legos. Well, I, what was funny is in high school when I had sort of gotten over it because I was scared. There's this weird phase where parents and and like the kids around you start start telling you to stop playing with toys. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And Toy Story three cracks on that pretty good. It's kind of too bad. It's, it it is sad. I and I felt like a little bit of a separation from my love of Legos during yeah. middle school. I was like, I gotta I gotta separate myself. But in high school, I realized. What the heck? I love Legos, you know? And then I remember I talked to a kid at my high school once, and I was like, yeah, like I was looking at this Lego set. It looked pretty bomb. And the the guy was like, he was more popular than me. And I remember him being like, oh, yeah, dude, that Lego set looks awesome. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> Legos are cool. Like, yeah, they that, are. That's, they that, are. I'm forever and awesome. One, um, The Lego set I always wanted was an updated Millennium Falcon to this day. Definitely. You can hear it. I still want it. I don't want the collector's one because it's so big. Then again, if I was handed it, I wouldn't really argue. I'd be like, oh, yes, I will build this. Apparently, it takes like two weeks to oh, build I, it or something. Yeah, I, I'm sure. That's insane. But I've always liked just the smaller Millennium Falcons. Those are, those are cool. I had like the oldest one, and there was a huge issue with it where it would have red and blue bricks on the inside. But they exposed on the outside. So... Your Millennium Falcon looked like a multicolored mess, mm. and I was very disappointed with that. So I had to redesign the old one uh, to be more updated and modern, and it still doesn't look that great. But yeah, so I've always liked the new design of of the recent ones, especially the Force Awakens Millennium Falcon. The weird really thing, the weird thing about those sets, though, is I think the bigger the bigger those sets are, the more structurally unsound they are. And so like you build them, and and they just they you like you have to keep them there well, you know because you noticed? move them and they're just like it's like it's like it's like holding a baby you know yeah 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 i've noticed <laughs> that they've added in features where you can lift up stuff with handles yeah they have built in handles yeah. there was a star destroyer i wanted as a kid that has a handle built into it mm, that's cool and i thought that was pretty rad but that star destroyer set is pretty big yeah yeah what what was your favorite sets cameron what were your favorite sets that you had? Because I know you ripped a lot of them apart, but which ones did you keep? 
Um, well, whenever we, whenever I got another, um, like Star Wars ship, so we got, we had the two or so X-Wings, uh, plus the, a B-Wing, a Y-Wing, I think, and an A-Wing. Um, and so like whenever, whenever we, (laughs) whenever we would get those ships, we would keep them, they would be in our like. Um, cause we would have space ship battle. arsenal. Yeah. We would have, we would build different ships like right. out of parts. Yeah. Uh, and so they would be, they would be part of our, part of our base, you know, part of our arsenal. Mm. Um, so yeah. So we would always, we would always keep those ships until they started kind of deteriorating. Like you were saying, right, right. um, where they kind of just, they, they start to fall apart. You start to kind of t- pick pieces from them. Um, I always loved the ones. So my grandpa, actually, he gave me a bunch of, um, a bunch of Legos that were like mechanical. Mm. Um, they they had like they were basically like you would engineer them. Right, right. Um, I can't remember the, what they were called. It was like Mind something. Um, you there was like a battery pack. Oh, Mindstorm. Yeah, Mindstorm. Yeah, yeah. And you, there was a computer program, and you yep, you had yep, to program yep. stuff. Um, it was always way too overcomplicated for me. That was I, a weird one. I never understood how to do it. Yeah. Um. But uh, those those were cool. There were we had a couple sets of of that. Um, we had a really big like organizing chest for mm-hmm. that too. Uh, that all the different pieces went into. Um, so yeah, that that yeah, that's uh, I think that's about it. I really don't think that we would be the same creative people we would be no without Legos. And I know we've said that, but I can't think of any other toy that drives that much creativity. Yeah, me neither. And even though this podcast is super unoriginal, at least we're making a podcast. So thank you for that, Lego. You definitely uh We owe it to you. We owe it we owe it. Only the best for the best. All right? all Kirk Christensen. Only the best for the best. Only the best. Well, I think that's it for this episode. Yeah, Everything I think comes so. From something. Yes, Pretty this was a good one. Straightforward walk down memory lane with the Legos. If you enjoy Legos and you can relate to this, we're glad. Yeah, I know that this one really brought me back to 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 being a kid. Yeah, you yeah. cried a couple of times before I did. we started. <laughs> I it kind of made me want to like go back and dump out all my Legos and and build something. You know what I mean? I've done that, and it's the cleanup is a pain. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah, I was totally willing to do it when I was a kid, though. That's what we would used to do with with our like Star Wars toys too. We would just dump yeah. out all of the men, and it would be like a, a mass graveyard. <laughs> 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 rainy rainy days with Legos were my favorite. Oh, loved it. Yeah. yeah. You couldn't get anywhere in your room. Yeah. That was the worst when you didn't have time to kind of clean up or you're in mid-project and so you'd build mm. these small junk piles, mm. try to make a path to the beds. <laughs> that's what that's what would happen with us. My brother and I would build these paths to the beds cuz we couldn't we didn't want to lose track of certain yeah. parts. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it Legos are super cool. Such super a good toy. Such a good toy. So I guess this is the post show now. Guess so. We have like we usually go to like one ten and just waste people's time. <laughs> Last time it was like one thirty. <laughs> was it really? Yeah, it was, it was like no wonder. Jo- Jonathan was like, I didn't really like last episode. It dragged. I was like, <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? It was because <laughs> it was like it was like fifty percent our normal length. Right, 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 right. right. Plus fifty percent of our normal length. This is the po- This is the everything comes from something post show. If if you uh. We should just put this up on Patreon as an exclusive. The post show? Yeah. Ooh, that's very tempting. $20 a month? No, 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 no. $1 a month. $5. 
Well, maybe. Let's do $5. And then $10 gets your question on. No. No, we'll just add it. We'll add it to the $5 mark. Okay. A post-show exclusive? Yeah. No, that'd be pretty good. We just cut off the end the end section. Unsnip it? Well, I guess but how have... long would the post-show have to be? Well, we could, it could be any length. What a terrible use of someone's money to listen <laughs> to us rant about whatever we were talking about. You know what? We can't... For the post-show... We can't. I don't want to do a full episode on this guy's provocative lecture, but we could talk about it. This episode. <laughs> do you want to? Uh, this is so where we boring. lose people. Yeah. Yeah. I, all right. We, we'll, the last post show we talked about, like what? It, what was it? Like crocodile? Crocodile Dundee? It's not crocodile Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> not even close. Steve Irwin. We're not going to repeat the same joke because this is a new post show. <laughs> okay. So what I'm seeing here on your desk. Oh, these is are a amazing. Deck of cards. These are amazing. Oh, let's go through this. This. What is this? Speaking of propaganda. What? This is incredible. It's Look a at deck this. of cards, and it says. It's about it's about Mao's China. The Mao's cards. China. The cards have propaganda on them. Red. What's it called? It's called the Red Age. The Red Age cards, fifty-four pieces Look at of how artistic happy playing cards. Everyone is while they're starving. Red flowers blossom on the former battleground. People <laughs> smiling on a battleground. It's People... actually really amazing though because all of these art pieces are different. It's this a it's cool. such a cool deck. I actually like it. Yeah, me From too. From a historical aspect. Me too. That's why. That's why. I People have it. at Half Dome. <laughs> Wave. That doesn't make Victorious sense. Victorious journey. Victory. So, Cameron. Yeah. What um what are you most excited about for this holiday season? This holiday season? Oh, look Usually, at the one with Mao. Ah, Chairman Mao. <laughs> Red Sun in our heart. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> uh, I was wondering, what are you looking forward to this uh winter in terms of like games, movies? Is there anything like you're looking to throw your money at? Uh, Red Dead probably. Red Dead. Super excited for Red Dead. Red Dead Redemption is supposed to be a hundred and ten gigs or something like that. That's insane. I on, don't have on your console. I don't have any space. That's ins- that is nuts. That is nuts. Um, yeah, I'm super. I'm super looking forward to Red Dead. Um, I didn't buy. Uh, I didn't buy Spider Man, but my roommate did, and um, I haven't played any of it yet. But I just want to tell like you to. guys, if if you have the opportunity to play Spider Man and you care anything at all about Spider Man. Mm. This this is the game for you. Mm. This game is awesome. Yeah. It, it has, you know, it. I don't even know where to start with it. It's just fun to play. Mm. It's just mm. really fun to play. And yeah. most games aren't that fun right off the bat. You kind of have to get past the tutorial and whatnot. And right. this game has a tutorial, but from the second you start the game, it just lets you swing around on a web. And it, that alone... Is is just a blast. You said you're almost done with it, right? You're yeah. almost platinuming. Well, I think what's fun is that it's just really intuitive to play. Mm. You start playing it and you're like, woo! You know, you're, did you play Sunset Overdrive? You said you played yes, a couple. Yes, I played Sunset Overdrive. I got an hour into it and it just wasn't my thing. Mm. It was cool because it was like that punk rocker vibe, which yeah. was a little late. Insomniac, just saying. <laughs> uh, but that game has a weird jaggedy feel. Mm. Spider Man is. Super buttery fluid. smooth. Yeah. yeah, buttery smooth. It's very, very cool. What sucks is that it's a PlayStation exclusive. If you don't have a PlayStation, get one already. That's all I can say. Yeah, everybody has a PlayStation. Get a PlayStation We have 4. two in our house. It's a great console. It really is. 
if you look at the list of exclusives, if you just bought one and only played every first party exclusive, you'd be I would, happy. I would find a hard time to hear you say that you weren't. If satisfied. Last of Us is included in that, yes. No, but even sure. so, like I think Last of Us Two is going to be on there. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but just get your hands on any first party totally. Sony. I, and I guess I would add, um, I would add, uh, uh, what's that game? Grand Theft Auto Five. It's a good game. Here's a question for you, Cameron. Hmm. What Lego <laughs> would you like to see built that hasn't been made already? Hasn't been made. <sighs> That's a hard one. That's a really hard one. Yeah. What do you think about Call of Duty Legos? Well, Mega Block currently is partnered. Oh, with really? Duty, so same with Halo. Dude, screw Mega Blocks. Yeah. Screw Duplos. We we didn't say it, but screw Duplos. <laughs> screw, screw the Duplo, dude. <laughs> They would always take up like an absurd amount of space in your in your bucket for nothing, for for absolutely nothing. Yeah, no one likes that for kids. No one little, likes kids. little babies. No one likes it so that babies don't don't choke on their duplos. <laughs> this is the most we're talking about charging this for this post show. <laughs> how, how obnoxiously boring is this? No, 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 no. no. We're I, we're not going to charge for this one. We're making the <laughs> announcement in this one. Well, if this product speaks for itself, no one's buying. <laughs> I'm just saying, we're just rambling at this point. Well, what what about I'm you? Tired. What about you? What are you thinking? Um, what are you thinking about for the mm. for the December season? I think it would be awesome to do a line of Legos. I was talking based, about your first question, but you go ahead. That were based off rock bands, hmm. and you would build stages, and the Lego set would be the date that they played that famous show. That's cool. So That's you'd really get, cool. Like, the Beatles on a stage, mm, you know, or the Beatles rooftop concert. Good old, uh, that'd be awesome. That you get a good old like um, Rolling Stones thing. Oh, man, uh, Metallica, uh, everything yes. would be on fire. Yeah, the, the one, the Metallica uh, concert in Russia, because I've heard the lead singer of Metallica talk about that. They played in front of a million people. Oh my god, a million people in one. I concert. saw Metallica. Yeah, they were really good. I don't even really but like I would Metallica. Love, I would love for them to do like weird bands hmm. of today too. Yeah. No, that'd be um, really cool actually. That's that's a good idea. Hire me, Lego. That's all I'm saying. Just hire me. Um do I you will know play about with their toys like for money. Do you have instrument do they, do they have like instrument Legos? Yeah, Lego they pieces? have rock guitars. Okay. And they've built drummers. Okay. And things like that. It's not hard. They have mics. Okay. I have a Lego uh figure of a man in a monkey suit with a banana. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to. I think what what you'd have to do to make it like worthwhile is make this all of the stage sets like very different. Um, yeah, I mean, because like a lot of stages are kind of similar. But you could do like, wouldn't it be cool to sell? Dude, these would go for so much money. But if you did an outside lands Lego set for that mm, year, mm. and if you're in outside lands, you have to wait in line and get this freaking Lego set. And the stage would be built that is every such year, a good idea. differently, and then each. Band the the headliners would have their own figures. That's and you could put the headliners on the stage. It's a really good idea, dude. Lego gorillas, that would be an awesome set. Oh, that man. would be really cool, man. Yeah, like there are there are still areas you can go. Lego, don't forget industries you haven't mm. tapped into mm. yet. It doesn't have mm. to be just entertainment movies. You got video games and music out there too. Totally. What about uh founding fathers? 
<laughs> I want a Lego historical set the, Legos. Yeah, like historical Legos. Dis, that would be cool. Uh, the Declaration of Independence. Dude, I would get a. I would totally, totally get Supper. a Lego set of that. The Last Supper. That would be amazing. That would All be cool. Of, everything that you're saying right now is just. <laughs> what am I, say? dude? I'm telling you, Lego. That's so good. I want. I want a Declaration of Honestly, Independence. Honestly, wait a second. Lego historical sets would be awesome. That would be so because cool. there's like no copyright behind that. Stuff. No, you could do. What are some great historical moments? Well, the problem is you start the trials to get into, at Nuremberg. <laughs> <laughs> you start to get into some seriously like yeah. mature themes. Yeah, yeah. D Day yeah. and me. <laughs> Just like Lego arms on a beach. <laughs> One guy's on fire. <laughs> I have a Lego figure like got with X-style eyes and like blood dripping <laughs> from his chest. That would be amazing. Lego would never do that. Never, but never, that, never do that. You could totally but it would stand be behind it. Because you could be like, we're just trying to present a uh, <laughs> historical model. And charge like double for them. Yeah. Make them super expensive. Totally. Where they'd be like, this is not a kid's product. And people would be like, well, aren't these kids toys? I'm like, no, 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 no. This is a historical. Dude, Lego could destroy the miniature army figure market. Oh, 100%. Just crush it. 100%. Just be like, we are, we are launching our own line. You get 50 Confederacy troops in this pack. <laughs> and then in this the one, Gettysburg you get... address. Uh... <laughs> Sad. <laughs> what about uh, Shay's Rebellion? That'd yeah. be a good one. Yeah, that'd be a good Burning one. Burning House. <laughs> the Boston Tea Party. That would be an Oh, expensive. that would be a great that'd set. Be an expensive that'd be a great set. Because you'd have to have the ship, all the tea. That'd be awesome. We'd that'd call so the cool. Lego line. Harbor. If we're going to appeal to kids, we'll call it Freedom Fighters. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Yes. No, 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 just call it Lego because you don't want it like America specifically ne- necessarily. Well, right? freedom fight. Let's do the the uh the guillotine. That'd be the good old $20 set. <laughs> From the French Revolution. Set. Oh my gosh. Just uh, a bucket. <laughs> it comes with a bucket full of heads. <laughs> Lego heads. Oh my gosh. This is amazing. I'm I'm like uh, we really need to pitch this to Lego. We're going to have to sell this, this part, <laughs> because there's your post show, ladies and gentlemen. Everything comes from something. Wait, no, I want to keep, I want to keep going. I want to keep going on this historical Lego sense. <laughs> this is, this is an amazing idea. I'm, it's novel. It's novel. Oh, man. Dude, we're coming up on 120. I know. How much longer do you want to go? I, I at just, this point. Give me three more, give me three more at historical. This point, at this point, I am going to be sitting in traffic. Yeah, so we could go for another hour for all I care. (laughs) People have been waiting. People expected this Friday morning. Yeah, now we're just going all day. We're gonna give them a seventeen-hour episode. No, hell no. Um, Don't you have a meeting sometime? Yeah, I've got a meeting at four thirty. Okay, historical ideas. Like, what's the what's? Man, there there could be so many good. Let's do the. I think D Day is a good one. Let's do the Iwo Jima. Iwo Jima. (laughs) That's another good one. Um, what about the the betrayal of uh, of of Caesar? <laughs> <laughs> Don't kill me for this. <laughs> the well, second bomb dropping <laughs> Japan. Aww. <laughs> Would it be like two different? It'd be like the B fifty two. 
Or no, just there the wasn't jet. a B fifty two. What if a... what if it was just the jet? <gasps> the Cuban Missile Crisis. Mm, yeah, no, or the Bay of Pigs. <laughs> Assassination of JFK. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good d- one. You make the road and yes. then the the the, uh, the grassy hill that yeah, everyone yeah, talks the about. Grassy knoll. And yeah, yeah, wow! I didn't realize I remembered that. <laughs> I almost called it a knoll, but I'm like, I don't think anyone said that. Yeah, right? it's a grassy. Uh, and then the building where the shooter is. Definitely, definitely. Oh yes. my gosh! What if like, how about like recreating like famous pictures, famous famous like historical pictures? Well, like, like when that sure when mess with that when that um, when that uh, Viet- North or South Vietnamese general shot the guy. Uh, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. It was a, it was a really famous picture. Or when the uh, when the Buddhist monk sets himself on fire. Do you want to you know, know what's weird is when I talk about uh, and I'm just digging my own grave right now. Uh, when I talk about the nuclear bombs mm-hmm. in Japan, uh, first of all, terrible tragedy. Let me put that on the yeah. record. But second of all, I can never get the image of the Wolverine out of my head because there's a scene in that the Wolverine, stupid the stupidest movie. Okay. <laughs> Where Wolverine takes the full frontal force of a nuclear bomb in Japan <laughs> on his back while covering a Japanese soldier while they ducked for cover in a well. But it's the historical moment of one of the bombs dropping. It's such a stupid movie. Okay. But I, it's like whenever I say anything serious about that, I can't help but think of that terrible scene and it makes me laugh. So, <laughs> Did apologies he not- if you had ancestors or people that were affected by that. Honestly. Did he not did he not die in the nuclear blast? No, he protected someone. What? The movie's stupid. Don't watch it. Okay. I like like when uh when Indiana Jones uh <laughs> hides in the fridge. I would like that as a Lego set. The fridge with Indiana Jones. I think is Just there that. isn't there one? I am not sure. I know they have Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls. So mm. What about Nuketown? Nuketown as a as a like it's already set. done in Mega Bloks and it looks horrible. Oh, that's terrible. I know what a mistake. Call of Duty. What about that Halo? Activision. Get you know it those together. Dude. You know how those those Halo toys? Yeah. Um. What are they? Are they Mega Bloks too? Yeah. Um. Mega Bloks owns the gaming scene, which is dumb because they have like God of War now and they really. Have, I think they have other stuff. Lego, you really got to get on this video game stuff. Yeah. Well, People not would if pay they a lot. Partners. You know what you need? Lego Overwatch. Mm, that's that'd money. be good. That's be money good. right there. Um, I had a Spider-Man Lego set, and it came with like webs. Yeah, and they were like hooked together with. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I just Spider-Man remember too. that. Yeah. Uh, any last historical ideas? This I can't get the signing of the Declaration out of my head. Like, oh, uh, the crossing. Um, uh, George Washington's uh, crossing on Christmas morning. That would be great. That'd be good. The Dust Bowl. <laughs> just like an empty road just be desolate what about the party scene in the 20s or like gangsters oh. that'd be good Ooh. that would be good they did oh, sell the a Saint, gang- the St. Valentine's Day Massacre the gangs. they did have gangsters gangster minifigures okay they've had them yeah. okay okay um, I like that let's see what, I'm sure they're more like like historical maybe the crucifixion of Jesus the march on Wall Street well, the march on Wall Street isn't there? Wasn't that recent? Like you mean, like Occupy Wall Street? Occupy Wall Street. Yeah. That's what you're thinking of the march on on Washington. No. That would be a good. That would be a good one. Mar- uh, Martin Luther King. Mm. The 2008 recession. 
<laughs> it's just it's just a bunch of people in like the in in a stock room like where they where they hold the you know what I'm talking about uh, yeah. the stock exchange that would be fun I like <laughs> that oh okay so here's place. a serious one for you Lego you've done Lego Back to the Future where is my Lego Ferris Bueller's Day Off mm. give me the Ferrari give mm. me Ferris Bueller as a Lego figure that's good that would be awesome that's good that'd be great and with that. Everything comes from something comes out every single Friday unless we announce otherwise. So you should follow us on our socials on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We have a Patreon. We love your guys' support, and we love you guys for listening to this. Thank you for enduring the long episode. We will be back next Friday with another great episode. Mm. Have a great week.